You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends. This is Sean Doyle, host of the Locked On Blue Jays podcast, your daily podcast dedicated to the Toronto Blue Jays. I also cover Canada's team at the site I founded, jaysfromthecouch.com. Whether it's TV, radio, or in person, I'm always happy to talk Blue Jays. Hit me up on Twitter at DoyleJFTC. So welcome to the very first podcast ever for Locked On Blue Jays. I'm really excited to be branching out on the Lockdown Network. I'll be with you for the entire 2018 season as we look to bring you great audio content every single day. Now, being that this is our first ever episode, I'm going to start the show off by giving you a rundown of the whole Locked on Blue Jays thing, what you can expect from from me, from the network, and all of that. And then we'll talk opening day, baby. We'll bring down, break down, excuse me, we'll break down Toronto's 2018 opener against the New York Yankees, and I'll offer up some takeaways from the game. So it's a lot to cram into a shorter form podcast. So let's get to it. All right, so first of all, if you're joining us on the Locked On Network, first of all, thank you for coming with me on this adventure. As I already said, I founded jaysfromthecouch.com, so we have the Jays from the Couch radio going live and strong. Uh, we're on iTunes and Google Play and all of that stuff, so when the opportunity presented itself to do a shorter form podcast, I thought this was really interesting because it provides the opportunity to do 15-20 minutes, quick hits, hot takes, if you will, uh, have some fun with the coverage of the Toronto Blue Jays in a shorter form, which is, should be an interesting bit of a challenge. So the Locked On Network was founded by David Locke, uh, the voice of the Utah Jazz, and he's branched out. He's got the NBA completely covered, NFL completely covered, and so this year they're branching out and trying to get the MLB completely covered, and there's a lot of great news sites popping up. We've got the Locked On Yankees, Angels, Twins, Cubs, Pirates, Locked On Pirates, a lot of great sites coming out. And so when the opportunity presented itself for me to branch out and try Locked On Blue Jays, I jumped at it. It should be an interesting go. So what you can expect this year is myself and I'll certainly be calling out to my friends, my peeps over at Jays from the Couch, get some guest uh, speakers on here. Have some fun with this. We'll we'll play some games. We'll have some laughs. Hopefully not too many tears. And of course, just like at Jays from the Couch Radio, where we've had great interviews and great guests uh, in the past, you can expect that we'll have the same thing on the Locked On Network just daily. So the idea is to offer up some quick takes, right? Because the whole idea of a longer form podcast is great for if you're on the drive to work on the subway, at the trailer, the camper, out on the beach, running, go for a jog or whatever. But the shorter form allows you the opportunity so that if you're, you know, if you want your Blue Jays fix right now, you're on your cigarette break, out for a dart, tune in, going on over to iTunes, wherever you find the Locked On Network, the Locked On Podcast, and just plug it in, babe, you know. Rather than having to dedicate a full-length episode, the time to, that it takes, so we'll be we'll be having some fun with that process. 
to start things off, it's a great opportunity. The timing couldn't be perfect because we're going to talk about, I'd love to talk about opening day. So we've waited months. Toronto Blue Jays fans have waited months and months and months, and there's been a lot of talk all winter about raising the floor. That seems to be the buzzword. In fact, it was almost, I was a little scared that the buzzword may turn into the hashtag for 2018. And there was a lot of talk about what the hashtag would actually be. And then thankfully, the Blue Jays went with something simple, something (laughs) that people are using anyway. They went with just hashtag Blue Jays for their hashtag of the year. But there was a while where it looked like raise the floor might be it because of the moves they made this offseason. And nobody, nobody would call these moves attractive or sexy or or earth-shattering. But the Toronto Blue Jays went about adding depth. They solved all the problems they had, except the Luke Maley situation. But you know what? If the Luke Maley situation is the only problem left unsolved, it should be a fine year. But that's all the winter, right? That's all we had to talk about this winter. So throughout the winter, we're waiting and waiting and waiting. And then spring training comes, and it's like a little bit of of normal. Baseball back, you're, you're seeing the sights of grass and bats and balls and, and players smiling, having fun interacting with fans and all of that stuff. But it's not quite the same. We love it. We're so happy baseball's back. But it doesn't mean anything. And then people get caught up in the stats of spring training, and this person, you know, has three hits, and um, that's it. You know, or they struck out this many times, or this reliever has an ERA of thirty-seven, and people get all up in arms, and he may not get a job or whatever, whatever. But now we're at opening day, and opening day is it should be a national holiday. I'll be perfectly honest with you, because an opening day, that's all I can think about. Uh, I do my day job and I, you know, I'm, I got one eye open, one eye focused on what I'm doing in my day job. And then I've got one eye focused on any single update around the season and, or for the opening day, excuse me. And around baseball, there's been a lot of excitement. The Atlanta Braves walking things off, the Orioles walking things off. And so you tune into your TV, great tribute to Roy Halladay. Had a few tears in my eyes. I'm not going to lie. We're friends here. We can admit that. Excuse me. But the tears (laughs) didn't stop there. So this home opener against the New York Yankees. Now, you couldn't have been against a worse opponent because we've we've heard all winter how great the Yankees are going to be, and it just makes you want to vomit. But... They, we have to play them. So anyway, opening up against the Yankees and then, of course, the human science experiment in his first at bat, Giancarlo Stanton laces a two-run home run to center field and made it look effortless. Effortless. Down an early lead, J-Hap gets the start, big opening day start for him, and then he's quickly deflated by that two-run monster shot. And then <clears throat> Giancarlo Stanton comes back. Again, with another home run later on. Uh, Finishes the day with four RBI. Listen, the only thing that I'm going to say about this, because Giancarlo Stanton, if if you're upset, if Toronto Blue Jays fans are upset about Giancarlo Stanton playing in the division, I think you might need a, a, you know, give give your head a shake here. Giancarlo Stanton moving into the AL East is one of the more exciting things that happened this offseason. Now, the drawback to that is that we have to watch him launching balls out of the Rogers Center and against Toronto Blue Jays pitching. 
But I personally will feel okay about that because I just happen to have the guy on two of my three fantasy teams. So I'm really happy about that part of it. So, you know, if your team's not going to win, then at least you want your fantasy team to win and you want your guys to do well. So there's that. Blue Jays ended up losing 6-1. to Nothing really exciting to go on about. And when you're talking about doing one of these episodes where you do like a takeaway kind of thing, a breakdown of the game and all of that stuff, there's not a whole lot to talk about for the Toronto Blue Jays anyway. Except... They only managed two hits. Now, spring training was a little disappointing as far as how much offense they were able to generate. Um, and it didn't necessarily, once the lights went on, it's not like a switch went on and the Toronto Blue Jays offense came back to life because it didn't. Against Luis Severino. And here's the thing Severino's good. But against the Toronto Blue Jays, they made him look even better. So he, the Toronto Blue Jays collected two hits. That's it. Two hits. One of them, a Curtis Granderson single. I know. I know you're excited. Try and contain yourselves. And a Kevin Pillar home run. Of all people on this lineup, Kevin Pillar hits the first home run of the season. And he's on pace for 162. Now, obviously, that's not going to happen. I know. He struck out twice, of course. And we'll talk about strikeouts here in a second because that's the real, oh, that's the real thing I need to talk about here. But Kevin Pillar hits his first home run of the season, and that's the sum total of the Toronto Blue Jays' offense. That's it. Two hits, one run. They did walk three times, um, and no, in case you were wondering, it was not Kevin Pillar. Now, the offense here... The offense, if you look back to last season, the offense was a, a bit of a question mark. And that's that's a big, big problem for this team to overcome. Because we go, we're going from 2015, where they led the planet in runs scored, um, and then to last season, where they were 15th in the AL with, uh, uh, excuse me, 693 runs. That's a problem. And now here they are off to a terrible start as far as scoring runs goes. Now, I know what you're thinking. It's the first game of the season. Don't cry about it. And I don't. I'm not getting upset about no runs being scored in one game. However, there seems to be a problem here uh, that is more than just this one game. They were, weren't really able to score many runs spring, during spring training. They weren't be able excuse me, to score many runs last season. And now here we are again in the first game of 2018, not scoring any runs. But the bigger, the bigger issue that's going on here with the Toronto Blue Jays in this first game, they struck out 12 times. 12, ladies and gentlemen. That, that's obscene. You know, if you do the math, you know, because the first game of the season, everybody likes to try and be funny. And, ooh, you know, Giancarlo Stanton is on pace to hit 324 home runs. And Kevin Pillar is on pace to hit 162 home runs. Ha, <laughs> You know, it is fun, but, you know, it gets old quickly. But if you do the math, 12 strikeouts in their first game, the Toronto Blue Jays are on pace to strike out 1,944 times. Now, obviously, that's not sustainable, Right? Like, guys, I need you to tell me, hit me up on Twitter at DoyleJFTC and tell me that that's not sustainable because I don't think I could live through 
almost 2,000 strikeouts. And in case you're wondering, um, just looking it up here now, the Toronto Blue Jays struck out last year, 2017, uh, 1,327 times. Good for eighth in the AL. Yikes. So if we were to break this down a little bit further, the strikeouts are going to kill the Toronto Blue Jays. We know that. Now, they don't have Jose Bautista's obscene uh, team-leading home runs from last year, but they still have guys who will strike out. As good as Justin Smoke was last season, he'll still strike out. Kendris Morales, oh, sweet Marion Joseph. Kendris Morales, if he gets, and somebody should track this because I don't have the kind of time to do it, but... Maybe we'll just look it up at the end of the season because, you know, there are great stat sites out there like Baseball Savants and all of that stuff and Brooks Baseball, and they'll tell us. But if any other pitch than a curveball comes at Kendris Morales that with two strikes on him, I think, you know, you all should film it. Go back, record it, and and watch it over and over again if he gets any other pitch because it that's how rare this is going to be. At this point... In time, my son, and I don't mean my 11-year-old son, I mean the, the son who can, can't even walk yet, he knows, he knows Kendris Morales is getting a two-strike curveball. Morales today 0 for 4 with two strikeouts. He left three on base. This is the designated hitter. That's his job. Now, we did see him at first base, but he's a DH, and we didn't have a DH kind of day today. Now, they brought in Randall Gritchick, struck out once today. He's going to strike out a lot. They're going to collect a fair... Oh, and we didn't even talk about Kevin Pillar, even though he hit a home run. But we can't let him go with his two strikeouts. The guy will swing at anything outside of the 416 area code. So he's going to he's gonna pile up the strikeouts as well. This is a problem. The Toronto Blue Jays need to adjust for this. I don't know. I'm not a hitting coach. I don't get paid to be a hitting coach. Instead... I'm the host of the Locked on Blue Jays podcast. But if somebody were to pay me, then I would be happy to sit down and figure out what in the hell is going on in Toronto. Devin Travis even, the guy who handles the bat very well, struck out twice as the leadoff hitter. Well, I guess the good news is he didn't leave anybody on base. But I love Devin Travis. He's my guy. Love them all. But the striking out is an issue. They're not going to strike out 12 times in a season, or excuse me, in a game. We know that, but they need to get a a grip on this situation because if they continue to strike out so much, they're not going to be able to produce runs. Strikeouts are the worst way to get out. In my opinion, they're wasted outs. Toronto Blue Jays can't afford to waste outs when when they're not scoring runs. So, in conclusion, it was a crappy, crappy opening day game. A great ceremony for Roy Halladay. Got his name on the level of excellence. And I thought it was a really nice touch to have his kids bring out the ceremonial first pitch ball. But there was no actual pitch. It was just sat there on the mound, which was, I think, very classy. That was beautiful. The game itself was not. It was disappointing. But there are 162 of these folks you know what? The Toronto Blue Jays will go 161-1 and and we'll never talk about this game. They won't do that, but we'll be talking about striking out a lot. We'll be talking about that a lot. 
but there's lots of baseball to be played, and that's the good news here. The good news is is that we're just at the beginning of a season. The Major League Baseball season is a marathon, not a sprint, and I'm so happy. I've never been so happy to start a marathon. I don't do marathons, by the way. I don't run unless they, somebody says that's the last beer in the cooler. Then you'll see me run. And with this marathon, the reason why I'm so excited is to try the new Locked On Blue Jays podcast, your daily daily podcast ladies and gentlemen quick hits every day all up in your ears bring you interviews and games and fun and all of that stuff follow us on twitter at locked on jays make sure you follow us there i'm sean doyle your host of the locked on blue jays podcast founder of jaysfromthecouch.com follow me on twitter at doyle jftc so for all of us this is sean doyle hoping life gives you a juicy fastball down the middle and you don't miss it take care 